Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. And the laughter has subsided as we get into the serious part. Oh, wait, there is no serious part. It's all <laughs> laughter. Guys of a certain age. Robbie Koblenz in studio with a couple of guys. Art Shirley and Jay Reed. That have age, certainly, right? Yes. Yeah. Actually, Jay's a little older year now. older now. Yeah, that's we right. Are, but last time, last yeah. time we recorded, Jay was a, a num- uh, numeral less. That's right. So, how's it feel? Uh, not too much different. How's that right hip replacement? Well, oh, wait, no. <laughs> Still to come. <laughs> He's going to go out and fall down. You cursed me, Koblenz. So, uh, well, other than Jay's right hip almost falling, I'll, how are you guys doing this week? Doing okay. Uh, this is Blowing a. And going. Yeah, don't nod your head, Jay. This is a. I, I keep forgetting we're not on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. no, and hopefully we Yet. never will be. We have. Yet. Faces made for radio and podcasts. So, all right, let's jump into it. Uh, let's do a geek of the week. Who wants to go first? Let me go first. Mine's a sad one, so maybe y'all will cheer us up. Uh, okay. Joe Ruby, uh, the co-creator of Scooby Doo, among other things, passed away this week. I think he was eighty-seven. Uh, but and I may have that number completely wrong. But uh, I anyway. thought it was eighty-nine. Eighty-nine. Okay. Well, you could be right. I could be right. We could be wrong. Anyway. Uh, he was one of the creators of Scooby-Doo, and especially, in fact, in light of the fact that we've talked recently about uh, some of the Saturday morning cartoons and, of course, the breakfast cereal recently uh, as we watch those Saturday morning cartoons. And Scooby-Doo was one of the top ones. Uh, he was 87. 87. Okay. He's almost old enough to be president. <laughs> Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> if you need to edit that out later, that's fine. Oh. He will still be voting. <laughs> it said he lived in, Chi- in in California, not Chicago. Oh, okay. oh that okay. settles it. Yeah. All right, all right. That was funny, Jake. Good for you. Had yeah. you been waiting on that one? Like, no, not, not really. It's spontaneous every now and then. The next time we talk about an old guy, I've got some gold ready. <laughs> I'm not above that either. Okay, let's have your geek. <laughs> My geek has to do with the infamous or famous Raiders of the Lost Ark fan film. And the the way I came to this, I know it's been around for a long time. Speaking of I old. have known Speaking about old, it. Yeah, it, it's been out for... That news is almost old. It started like in 1982. Yeah, right, it. right. But the, what got my attention every now and then, y'all probably see this too, every now and then you see a list of what's about to leave Netflix and what's coming on. And so I was flipping through that list and... One of the things that's about to leave is a documentary about the, I guess, the updating of that movie. And so they bring the guys in, and apparently there was one scene, the airplane scene, that they never got filmed. So they did a Kickstarter project and got funding and all oh, this. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I remember watching did. that two years ago when it first You probably did. You probably did. <laughs> I have no doubt. I get there. I'm just slower. My old certain age. Is this a DVD list that it's coming to? Or? No, no, no. Actually, this is streaming. streaming. Oh, oh by, the, by the way, my friend Kerry wanted me to, to clarify that he is getting Blu-rays from Netflix, oh, not DVDs. So, so he, together we're keeping them alive. I got the DVD portion. He's got the Blu-ray I think there's portion. more folks getting and Blu-rays, then uh, yeah. probably so. When anyway. does when does this show? When does uh, this net Netflix airing go? Sometime off? in September. I don't remember okay, the exact so date. So probably will have aired, but will this this podcast? We may have. We, yeah, but it's available. I did look at YouTube today. You can see most of it on YouTube. What I haven't found is the actual film. 
but Which, I can you can't watch. Find that, I don't think. Right. Which you won't. Yeah. No. But it, it did. The, it did a film festival circuit, and that was it. Yeah. Right. Well, actually, there is a copy in Starville that I know of. Really? Yes. But it's now there's the, some news. It's okay, the, now we're talking. <laughs> yeah, that's it's right. in the still in the shrink wrap, as I'm told, because I remember I heard about this film years ago. <laughs> And would, would uh, this copy be in your archives? It is not in my archives. Are we no, sure I can't it's not a blank tape? <laughs> well, <laughs> don't open it, man. Don't open it. It's been degaussed. Yeah. So. But I, I was talking about it with a friend of mine who happens to be from Ocean Springs. And he said, oh, I'm, I'm in, I was involved in that. Yeah. And so I texted him when I saw about this movie. And he said that his name is in the credits and his legs are in the Nepalese bar scene or something like that. But you wow. never see his face. But he says he had a shrink wrap copy of the movie. Just hasn't opened it. But... You, I really thought it was cool. The movie, it's, the documentary itself, though, I mean, goes through all the, just all the stress and yeah. pain and, and kind of goes into their back history, their family. It's, yeah. It's, it's really it's interesting. Very, the, the documentary itself is very interesting. Yeah. Right. So my wife is from Ocean Springs, but she didn't know any of those guys. Really? So I was kind of disappointed oh. by that. But, well, we but she's not listening. Cause... I was going to say, she, they're probably older than she is, all right? Weren't they... Well, uh, if they were finishing high school in the mid '80s, and the probably I would say more. Yeah, she's she a little bit older. I mean, they're a little bit older than yeah. she is. Mm-hmm. But a uh, good friend still, of mine, Chris Cosper. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Well, he, he, I think he may have known one of them. Okay. So, but anyway, we yeah. should get him on the on the show. We should. Do we should. We should. Of course. Before we drop this episode. Well, yeah. Yeah. Are people right. still talking about that? But I think it'd be cool <laughs> to watch the original movie and then watch the the fan film back to back. Yeah. I, I think mean, it's, it's lucky nobody was killed making that movie. It really is. Apparently yeah. on the, uh, yeah, when they did the airplane scene. And it was the airplane scene and the barroom scene because they like set their basement on fire. Pretty much any time there was yeah. fire, things went awry. They had an adult that probably wasn't the best to provide supervision. But yeah, it's a great story. Robbie, what's your geek Well, I was just trying to think of, uh, there's, there's a, this is not my geek, but you know, there's a plugin for Chrome that allows you to watch a movie on Netflix and also see the screenplay on the right side. Oh, I didn't know that. That's kind of cool. I have to look that up. Yeah. That's not my geek, but I think it would be cool to watch that movie with the screenplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That would be awesome. You know, so uh, we never know who's doing Geeks of the Week until we walk in. And sometimes even when we start recording, we don't know who's doing a Geek mm-hmm. of the Week. But Have my, I done one yet? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never but know. My Geek of the Week, I thought that Jay might jump on it, but he didn't. It is uh, what Quibi has done. They have broken some of their cardinal rules. So they Uh-oh. have taken, um, what piece of content did they take? The Stranger. Um, they stitched it together as a feature film. And they showed it at a drive-in. Wow. So Quibi seems to be abandoning the quick bite format to go for... That was in the plan for later. I guess they just got... Well, after they lost you, Jay, it all went out the window, you know? (laughs) How can we get Jay back? Yeah, that's right. So um, anyway, they've kind of gone old school. And it's it's real interesting... that they did it this soon. So, I mean, yeah. what was their plans? When you sat in on the VC meetings, what did right. they say? Well, the idea was they'd have all these short 10-minute films now, and then they would allow whoever made them, who produced them or whatever, mm-hmm. to make it into a feature-length film. After a certain number of years, they would get the content back and do that. So I'm guessing that COVID was not in their plan, Yeah, and they had to adjust. And I... I, like, I all of us. I, yeah, and I think videos the, for Zoom, I think, was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's coming back. It's yeah. coming back. Yeah. So I I think uh it, the kind of general consensus is that Quibi's kind of dead on arrival at mm. this point. So uh, you know, it, I 
I haven't seen any recent subscriber numbers, but some of the trade journals are basically saying, you know, why did Quibi fail? So they're assuming Quibi is dead. Um, You know, so I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't want to watch feature content on my phone. Yeah. Feature quality. I don't mind stupid YouTube videos on my phone. Right. But yeah. So. But uh, speaking of <laughs> of applications that are somewhat dead on arrival, and right? so <laughs> dead on arrival streaming services, it's time for our DC Universe Death Watch. Death Watch. Death. Take it away, Art. Yeah, uh, this is going to tie into what we're going to be talking about in the second part of our show today. If you stick around, if you long. stick around for that, and if you don't, why wouldn't you? But uh, anyway, DC Fandom is what we're going to be talking about, and it's hard for me not to say fandom, but Fandom is what it was. Made no mention at all of DC Universe. Wow. <laughs> Talked about HBO Max. And I watched hours of it. Maybe there was a special panel on it, you know, that was that was there. But they kept saying, we've got great content on HBO Max. So, you know, like, DC Universe is still there. Well, they were going to kind of have a panel, but nobody yeah, came. Yeah, that's right. That's right. They had all the subscribers. All of a sudden, nobody was there. Where's Art? <laughs> that's right. I didn't get my Zoom link. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, uh, so that's that was a, again. That's our death watch notice for today. Is that uh, I, there was really no mention of DC Universe. You know, it it kind of is the harbinger of things to come, isn't it? Yes, nice tie-in to the multiverse and the harbinger. <sighs> yeah, I didn't even mean to do. Oh, that. I'm okay. I thought you were all over that. Yeah, you should well. put it, edit it so it looks like you did. Oh yeah, <laughs> isn't it? We we, we edit, don't do that. Yeah, we, <laughs> we edit it all to make ourselves yeah. feel better. Why well, so. start now editing it like we had any intention and. <laughs> Do we really prepare? How many? By the, you know something else we need to do at the front end of the show. We need to do a Jay's note watch. How many pages of notes you got? Coming Just in a half you? today. Wow, half page of notes. Wow. Yep. Well, and yeah. it was all my geek of the week. I got zero notes about what is to come. Did you watch the trailers? I did. Okay. Yes. Yeah. We'll you didn't take notes. I didn't. I was tired. Who are you, and what have you done with Jay? <laughs> We'll answer that question and lots of other things on the second half as we journey to the DC fandom with no DC universe. We don't need another half of a podcast, do we? We don't need another hero. So whenever I see, yeah, yeah, so whenever I hear DC fandom, I think of what? Thunderdome? Yeah, welcome to the Thunderdome. I thought you thought of... uh, Frankie, Frankie goes to Hollywood. Hollywood. Welcome to the Pleasure Dome. Yeah. Welcome to the Pleasure Dome. What do you think of? You know, what do you Jake? think? I think of Batman. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. So Jay's going to be sitting this one out. So all right. Our- this was this was my idea. I think I'm the only one that spent their. I started to say wasted. Spent their whole time <clears throat> last Saturday watching the DC fandom uh, on the website that they had. Uh, first point of contention is that. They didn't simulcast it through DC Universe or through HBO Max, which was crazy. They should crazy. They put something up on HBO Max pointing to it. Yeah, they should have put something on HBO Max that you sign up for a free trial and hey, look, here's all this content for you. You can see if they didn't want to promote DC Universe anymore since they're they're really getting rid of the DC Universe. And also on that, when I went to the website. There's nothing to see on Fandom now. It yeah. closed it until I think maybe two September or three, or September twelfth and thirteenth. Yeah, there's a there's and a then part you can two watch coming it up. again. Yeah, you can. Which is just I, who knows why they're doing that. Yeah, I mean, I was expecting to be able to go watch all this stuff. I still got to the trailers and all yeah. that. but but in terms of the panels, they were very interesting. Uh, I've got uh, uh, there are four here that I wanted to talk about, but there there were several things we saw, uh, you know, throughout the uh, DC universe. 
I'll call it, even though they didn't mention that by name, that are coming up. And the first one was Wonder Woman 84. That's the first panel I saw. And that was Patty Jenkins, uh, Gal Gadot, uh, Chris Pine, Kristen Wiig, and Pedro Pascal, uh, better known as the Mandalorian. Better known as the, uh, what was he in Game of Thrones? He was the... I don't know. See, if I knew that, it would be better known, but... Yeah, so not... <laughs> anyway, he dies. So. Well, he's in Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah. Okay. In Game of Thrones. Everybody yeah. dies. Even Cyborg. That's yeah. Right. And he was in Narcos. Yes, he was. That's right. That's right. All right. But I think he's probably best known for Mandalorian, don't you think, now? Now? Well, moment. nobody saw him. his hat off. They know him from that. Even <laughs> Becky knows him from... Has Mando. Yeah, so she knows. Anyway, wow. great panel. They had a great. What they did was they did it all virtually. They had these huge virtual sets. They had people from all over the world that would come in and host things. Uh, and again, these people were coming in through a Zoom chat. So what would normally be a table uh, full of of panelists that are sitting there in an auditorium and talking about the latest project, they did that through Zoom. Uh, Patty Jenkins is great. Uh, I mean, she really, really understands the character of woman Wonder Woman and uh, Wonder Woman. <laughs> Speaking of which, Linda Carter made a guest appearance on really? there, came on and talked That's about cool. it. Yeah, is she in? She is not. She doesn't do a cameo uh, in this, as far as I know, and did not in the first one. But uh, they talked about talking to her at the beginning and how their goal was to just pass the torch and not recreate or reinvent Wonder Woman. Uh, it looked really good. They showed the trailer. I think it looks really good. It's going to be enjoyable. Uh, a lot of humor in it. Uh, Chris Pond is now playing the person out of his element uh, as opposed to Wonder Woman being out of her element in the first movie. Uh, a lot of fun 80s kind of stuff that they're showing. And um, and they also finally showed uh, Cheetah and her actual Cheetah hybrid uh-huh. kind of look. And I thought that looked pretty good. Uh, I think they're probably going to keep that to a minimum just because it may be, you know, may lose some of its value as it goes. But it was really good. So have y'all seen the trailer for that? What did y'all think of the yeah, trailer? Yeah, I saw for the trailer. One? Yeah, I thought it was good. I mean, it, it's got this, it keeps the same vibe yeah. as the original Wonder Woman, but it's got that 80s nostalgia. That yeah, it really does. I was just, I was expecting Ronald Reagan to pop up yeah. somewhere, you know. It may be still, maybe Max Headroom will make a better yeah. appearance. But, uh, but uh, Drew, my wrong, younger son, wrong was universe. watching it. Wrong yeah, universe. That's right. Was watching it with me, and he goes, "When did she? When did she start uh, lassoing lightning and, and being able to?" I said, "This new. That's a movie power. New movie power." <laughs> so yeah, I was going to ask you about that. She, yeah, that's not anything from the comic no, books. Uh, 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 I mean, first of all, it started well, out where she had is, the invisible, not, not the lightning. The lasso, part, right? yeah, yeah, is. But uh, but uh, of course, she first of all, she had the invisible plane. And that was the way she traveled. And then they started getting it where she could ride air currents. And then it turned into pretty much she could fly. Now, this this Wonder Woman, the movie Wonder Woman, is not really flying anymore. So I guess they decided that would be a cool she, thing. But she's kind of like the original Superman where she's leaping. Yeah, and leaping not more so than flying. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now, that next panel I watched her. The, well, hold on. What did you sorry? think about the gold armor? The, oh, I like that. Yeah. The gold armor with the wings. I thought that looked that, really good. That was pretty slick. Yeah. And that. That has uh, is that from the comics? That actually, yeah, it's from the comics. Yeah, yeah. Okay. there's uh, and and, I, and it's probably at other places. What I remember it most from is from Kingdom Come when Alex Ross did it. Yeah, he has a great uh, battle scene with her in that armor. I need to reread Kingdom. Come. Yeah, that's one of those you need to read about every year or so. It seems like it's really good. Well, yeah, is the armor me, like a full bodysuit of of the bracelets? The, the yeah, brief, yeah, it's it, it's kind of like uh, think of like Joan of Arc's armor with maybe a, I think it's got a winged helmet, mm-hmm. uh, and then it has golden wings on it that uh, she I think she you ejects see her, them she ejects them yeah <laughs> when she's ready to fight yeah and she's got a sword too I think right which is part, of the, so. part of the yeah. armor setup yeah and Christopher Pine's parachute pants oh that was great I thought that was is, is everybody parachuting now 
That was, I think that's going to be really I, I good. I wish I could find my pair. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You'll have to wear them if you, you need to find no, them. No, please don't. And don't, wear them no, to don't, don't encourage him. They're gone. Not. That is one thing I actually got rid of. Wow. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to have a collection of parachute pants. Oh, no, no. I just Unopened. one. Just yeah. one. Well, <laughs> still in the original wrapper. <laughs> still in the original wrapper. Okay, so what else? Suicide Squad was next. And I had no real desire to. I wasn't all that interested in it, even with James Gunn attached to it. And, of course, he's behind Ga- Galaxy's. Guardians, Guardians of the, of the Galaxy. Galaxy. Yes, yeah. thank you. He's from yeah. I didn't realize there was going to be another of that. This Birds is Prey, Suicide Squad. So this is yeah. the Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. And if you remember, James Gunn had pretty much been canceled because of some remarks he made on Twitter right. uh, in, in earlier years. Maybe not all that long ago, actually. But um, so Marvel had dropped him and DC picked him up for the Suicide Squad to bring a new movie in. that, And it's got a whole host of characters, really good actors and stuff that, that are in this uh, uh, Nathan Fillion's in it. Uh, Idris Elba's in it. Uh, just a, a bunch of folks. Uh, Margot Robbie's coming right. back to do uh, Harley Quinn. Uh, but in their panel, they ended up playing uh, a game show, and uh, and they they broke into two teams and they were answering trivia about uh, the Suicide Squad, and it was hilarious. Michael Rooker's also in it, who was in Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. and they just made fun of him. Mary Poppins, y'all. Yeah, sorry, and Couldn't uh, help myself. Okay, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the actress who played Amanda Waller. She's coming back. I think Margot Robbie and and she, uh, Viola Davis. Yeah, I think yeah. that's Viola Davis. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, the two of them are, the, I think, are the only ones that are coming back. But okay. uh, anyway, there was that that whole section was really good, and they didn't have a trailer, but they showed some behind the scene clips of some of the things that are that are going to be happening, and it looks really good. So I'm kind of pumped about that. I will probably watch that because of James Gunn. Yeah, I think so, too. And he said it was the most fun he's had on a movie yet, which, I, you know, I thought was, was kind of interesting. Because I know he did enjoy Guardians of the Galaxy, too, as he said that. But uh, I think he may have had a little bit more creative control here. It's somewhere Rocket Raccoon cried. Cried, that's yeah. right. So but, uh, but his brother, Sean, is going to be playing a character called Weasel. I'm oh, not gosh. familiar with this particular DC hero. Uh, or anti-hero. Or anti-hero, exactly, yeah. yes. All these are anti-heroes. And uh, he said people are going to die, so it's just kind of, you know, don't go in and, and don't expect anything. Expect the unexpected. So before this, comic. Birds of Prey was previous. And there was what was the first one that Mario Robbie was in? Uh, Suicide Squad. Yeah. And this is The Suicide Squad? Yeah, which I think is the... They're adding the article The to everything now to differentiate the, it from okay. Batman. Now is The Batman. The Batman. Yeah. Okay. Which That's I don't have on my list, but that was the other one. That's so, probably the one we need to talk about. Let's talk about the Batman trailer okay. and, and what Matt Reeves is, Reeves is doing with that. Yeah. So I have seen that trailer. I uh-huh. have saw Wonder Woman, and I've got a little bit of uh, about the Batman. So, But initial response to the, the trailer. I thought it looked good. We had talked about it looking more like year one. I've since seen notes that he considers it to be year, year two, two, which is, yeah, much makes sense. It definitely has that feel. Uh, there's a gritty feel, but... but the Batman is is known by a Gotham City Police Department is actually on the scene of a of a crime at this point. Sure. It has been, uh, as far as we can tell, been, you know, committed by the by the Riddler. Uh, we think it's the Riddler. We think it's the Riddler. Yeah, we think it's the Riddler. Edward uh, Nigma. Edward Nigma. Mick Nigma. Nig- played, by, <laughs> played by Paul Dano. Dano, what's his name? I don't know. Okay. Book him. Book him, Dano. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but anyway, he... Uh, uh, did you did you recognize uh, Colin Farrell? 
after the fourteenth time I watched. I wouldn't they're have. Going, that's I Powers have. Booth. Why do they? You know, Powers Booth has passed away. Why do they have him in there? You know, it's Colin Farrell yeah. in, in penguin makeup. Of course, he's not the penguin quite yet. No, so. uh, but he's he's kind of watching things and he's kind of developing or whatever. But uh, what did y'all think? What did you think of the trailer? Um, I loved it. I thought it was great. And to me, it, it did capture kind of a Batman Year One, Year Two type feel. Mm-hmm. I've seen since also that uh, Batman Ego is being referenced to it. I did not read that graphic novel. I don't know if you saw it art or not. And it was, uh, uh, I did not see that one. Yeah. So that graphic novel is Batman's coming back from a particularly bloody, brutal, uh, battle and he's lost blood and he's hallucinating. He gets back to the bat cave and his alter ego of the Batman appears. Oh. And so there's a little bit of that. Uh, the Court of Owls, which I actually yeah. have got that series. Yeah, it's good. Um, there's some references to that because if you guys remember, I think we talked Court of Owls we did, before. Yeah. Um, the whole idea of this super, uh, the the super criminal syndicate that's existed in Gotham since the beginning of time. Um, they murdered Martha and Thomas Wayne, and you know they're trying to get rid of the Batman. Uh, so there's maybe a little bit of that that nefarious super evil upper echelon criminal family thing out there. Yeah. So, and court of owls is going to tie into Batman Gotham Knights, which does not have Batman in it, but you play any other member of the Batman yeah. family in it. So I think court of owls is, is really, you know, I think it will prove to be, you know, is was kind of a, a an important storyline for them. I, I think absolutely, and it was a brilliant storyline. Not to and, go off the rails, but uh, and it, and it feels like something that should have been around forever. But it's it was created for that. There was not a, a reference to that beforehand. That's right. It feels like something that's that that's been part of Batman forever. The way they built that, uh, not Batman Forever. We don't like Batman Forever. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> no, we, Batman Forever was that okay. also Riddler it's, in that too. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. Jim Carrey's a Riddler. Enigma. Yeah. Batman and Robin was uh, Mr. Freeze yes, okay. and Poison Ivy okay. and Bane and everybody else. So yeah, anyway, scary. yeah, that looked great. Robert Patterson looked really good. I love his suit. Yeah. Um, I liked uh, What's-His-Face as as Captain Jim Gordon, yeah. not Commissioner Jim Gordon. Uh-huh. And um, so he looked like him. I mean, he just... Jeffrey Wright? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, that's right. That's he, he just he, I can't say some names. He uh, <laughs> he captured that vibe really, uh-huh. really well. So that looked... Yeah, I like, think the whole thing feels really good. And I, I, I think that most of the reaction I've seen, I've seen some negative reaction to it, but I think it's going to... I think it's going to turn out to be pretty good. So we have never had a Batman year two. So either it's an origin story or uh, on on film, it's either an origin story or it's later. It's right. not that interim period. So right. I'm excited for something okay. that hasn't been uh, hasn't been explored yeah. before. But speaking of Batman, what about the Flash? That's what I was going to get. Yeah, the Flash multiverse. Because not only do we have Robert Pattinson coming on as the the Batman, we also have Michael Keating. Keaton. Good grief. Yeah. <laughs> Jay, you need to be you need to be saying names for us as we yeah. go. Go, just let me know. It's my turn. That name was <laughs> yeah. Uh, Michael Keaton reappearing as uh, the '80s Batman. That's right. And Ben Affleck is also going to make a cameo in uh, in the Flash movie, which is going to finally open up in the movie universe, the multiverse. We've seen some hints of it, but this is really going to take. But remember, Ezra Miller did do the crossover in the right. CW yeah. um, uh, Crisis yeah. on Infinite. And they talked a lot about that and the improv nature of how that, that came about and how Ezra, who is just a huge fan, uh, he's fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, that Their panel was really good. He's just, I mean, he loves the comic book world and is just a, as much a fan as he is a, a star of this stuff now. 
But uh, you had somebody that you knew that that edited the clip that they showed for the Yeah, movies. yeah. So uh, Monica Daniels, who is a, a friend of mine from Editor's Retreat, she mm-hmm. actually edited the CW uh, clip of all the the multiverse stuff that they pulled. I haven't seen it, so she was pretty. She was pretty. It was very well done. Yeah. I saw it. Monica's really, great. Yeah, it was really well done, and that whole that whole piece was good too. But uh, Jay, you're familiar with this uh, these these Batman coming back? You should probably. Well, I mean, I watched the. The flash little clip there, yeah. If that's what you're talking yeah. about, I mean, to watch the Batman too. Uh-huh. So to to me, it seems like you know Marvel did a great job of doing that slow build of their shared universe. Yeah. DC realized they rushed their shared universe, yeah. and so they're doing a nine degree pivot to a multiverse, right? To kind of clean up continuity. Yeah, it went much the same way they did in the comic book world. In yeah. fact, one of the panels, Jim Lee even says that he goes. We had to do this in the comics, and now we're having to do it. You know, our a panel he was on, somebody said, we had to do this in the comics, now we're having to do it in the real world to kind of clean So this up. is for TV, right? No, this that's is actually for movies. movies. The multiverse. No, I mean, the, the multiverse is flashing. That's a movie, not. Yeah, it's it, called Flashpoint. And yeah. so what they'll do, Ezra Miller, who was the Flash in Justice League, he has his own movie. And so Flashpoint was a, a, a monumental DC comic book event that kind of cleaned up some continuity as well. For the second or third time in their history. Yeah. And so, in fact, Flashpoint was the basis of season two or three of The Flash. Flash season three. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole idea that, that you know, Barry could go back and prevent the deaths of his parents yeah. or his, yeah, yeah, his Maybe death of his two. mom. Yeah. And uh, it had repercussions across. And so then he's got to go back and fix it. And they did do that. They did do a crisis crossover, which we talked about um, in the CW universe. And they used that to kind of clean up everything. And so now everybody exists in the same in the same universe. And they had a great they had a great panel with uh, uh, they call it the boss section, uh, women of color that are in the CW series and uh, talking about that whole experience and, and what they do there is great. Like I said, a lot of great panels. Um, the Black Adam panel with uh, Rock was really good. I think I told you about uh, Neil Gaiman's uh, Watch uh, Sandman. Oh, man. Sandman, a, I uh, love panel. the Sandman. That was really good. And just kind of it's one of those that you don't even see mentioned much in there, but it was fantastic. Just a really phenomenal. So how familiar with Sandman are you? Not very familiar, other than the name, but I've yeah. never read any of the content. You, you, yeah, need, need, to to get, you need to get that box set. What is it? Like 230, 230 bucks? Yeah, 20 yeah, that's 230 bucks from yeah. Amazon. It's in pre-release. Yeah. And uh, it's like a 10-volume box set Boy, and stuff. Yeah. The, the f- it's just, it's brilliant storytelling. And it's great. And it's adult content. I mean, you know. Is it just a comic? Are we talking about a film? Yeah, here? it's a comic. But Netflix is doing a series. Netflix is doing a series. They've also done, BBC has done a radio or an audio drama on it. I forgot get, about uh, that. And that's what they had. A lot of people from that that were in there. Michael Sheen, who plays Lucifer, was there as a guest for that panel. Uh, and the producer, I can't remember his name now. Uh, it's, but, uh, they were talking about that. It was really, really good stuff. Like I said, and, but that was one of those that to me got very little attention paid to it, uh, uh either beforehand or after, uh, probably the biggest item from the whole thing was the Snyder cut. I mean, that's what I think a lot of people were looking for yeah. to see what they had. And they did well, have a little trailer for that. One of the things about the about the the Sandman, Sandman series is, you know, it it took place in the eighties and nineties. That's when it was released. It was released in eighty nine, ninety, ninety one is when Neil Gaiman came in, and uh, they're going to actually update it yes. for a modern take on yeah. it. And so. my thought on this, and I think I shared it with you, was the difference between Alan Moore and uh, that's the guy that wrote The Watchmen, right? Yeah. 
and Neil Gaiman because Alan Moore doesn't want anybody to touch or to do anything to his material whatsoever, including himself. He doesn't want to go back to it. Whereas Neil Gaiman has, has, has reinvented it several times and is very much excited and open to the idea of what would this be like if we were to be creating this story now? Yeah. Which I think is just brilliant. And, and Neil Gaiman is he's such a great writer. Yeah. I mean, he, he and seems just, like a really good guy. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he's written several episodes of Doctor Who. Yeah. He's a big Doctor Who fan. And he collaborated with Douglas Adams on uh, went Good Omens. He and Terry Pratchett did Good Omens. Yeah, they talked about that because he worked with Michael Sheen on that as well. Yeah. Uh, I forgot what he he and Douglas Adams did. I've seen that, too, and I yeah. can't remember what it is. So, But anyway. He, the last he, thing was, I guess, the Snyder Cut. Yeah. And uh, they had an interview with, um, with uh, Snyder. And I'm trying to think who else was on there. In his cut. Yeah, yeah. in his cut. Uh, they did bring in the people from the Justice League. You can tell those people really like him a lot. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and, and and boy, Joss Whedon is really getting thrown under the bus. Boy, I, mean, I tell I you mean, what, they brought... Uh, for so, several reasons. Yeah, yeah. Warner, Warner Brothers has brought in a third uh, party investigator to for the uh, allegations of uh, abuse on the, on yeah, the set, set of, of yeah. Justice League. and. Um, and so Schneider has said he's not using anything that, that Whedon shot. He's going back to his original. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, it was hard from the trailer to tell what was different or not, but I mean, you know, it, I need to go back and watch the Justice League. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing because I didn't recognize I guess it's been too long since I've seen the yeah. Justice League because I thought it looked like a brand new movie to me. Yeah. So you've got Darkseid. Darkseid shows up. Yeah. As opposed to uh, who, Steppenwolf. It was Steppenwolf. He was born to be wild. <laughs> and uh, um, you also have more of the Vic, uh, Vic Stone. Father dynamic. Of yeah. That whole story. Is a, yeah, the a whole Much cyborg. bigger part of it. Yeah, Cyborg. So, uh, who, di- long- who dies in X-Men 2. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. Cyborg how long dies. is this going to be, does it say? Uh, it's actually coming out in four one-hour oh, right. one right. one installments on HBO Max. Yeah, not, not DC, DC Universe. Universe. <laughs> but and when it, is it coming? Uh, well, that's funny. Because <laughs> I want to time my free trial just right. When, when he gets done with it. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. He said 2021 and kind of alluded to possibly, you know, spring, summer 2021. HBO has said they're not guaranteeing any uh, any delivery time at this point because they just don't know. Okay. Well, yeah. So we'll see. Second free trial in somebody yeah. else's name. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure it will come out just days after my, you know, <laughs> right. bargain rate. <laughs> Of course it's it continued. And, you know, again, one of those that I said, oh, I don't know if I need to see this. And now after seeing this, so yeah, I think I, I definitely want to see it. It looks really good. I think it's gonna, It's definitely going to be worth seeing. Yeah. And what he said was they would do it as four one-hour episodes or maybe one-hour-plus episodes, and then they would package the whole thing as a four-hour movie for anybody that wanted to watch it. Of course. So thing. they could sell yeah. it again. That's right. Then they'll do a steel box version yeah. of the Blu-ray. Oh, yeah. And then they'll put it on yeah. Quibi, and it'll be... 400 episodes <laughs> yeah. 10 minutes each. wow something like Come that back. so what did you think about the, the Black Adam panel and I'm I not that was good and I'm not as familiar with Black Adam I'm not either other is than, it Shaz- I mean the, his uniform is Shazam but he black. was he was Shazam's he was the actually the first Captain Marvel I mean the first person Shazam picked to be uh, the Captain Marvel type character okay because Shazam was a wizard that's right <clears throat> that's right yeah. Although he's now now the characters the heroes Shazam too, which you know anyway that's a different topic I think we've talked about but yeah uh, anyway so Shazam the Wizard picked him first and became the, the superhero Black Adam which as you said is basically Captain Marvel's suit the mm-hmm. lightning but black and no cape okay. and uh, 
uh, hero in Egypt fray, uh, was freeing uh, his people who were slaves at the time and, and doing all this kind of stuff. His The problem with Black Adam is he also became a bit of an anti-hero too because uh, he had his own brand of justice and dis- didn't necessarily <laughs> stick to, uh, you know, he became he, kinda, he became Judge Dredd later. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was judge uh, and jury and all I that kind of stuff. I am the law. So uh, anyway, that's who that is. What I really liked was they had uh, they had put together some some concept motion art I to kind of show you that, that which was, was cool. And the rocks, Dwayne Johnson's enthusiasm for the project. Of course, he looks like he was born to play the guy, but um, his enthusiasm for the project is really good. And I guess it's going to be you know we're still going to have. Captain Marvel in the thing, but I don't know if that's going to be a real big part of it. But right? it's Justice Society of America. Oh, yeah, that's in. right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Justice Society of America, which is going to include Adam Smasher, uh, uh, Dr. Fate, Hawkman, Hawkman. and uh, I can't remember who else is in there. Adam Smasher, Dr. Yeah. Fate, uh-huh. Hawkman, and Cyclone. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that'll be interesting to see that. I'm, so there's a feature in cinemas, or yes, will be. this will be. be a feature in cinemas, and okay. maybe, you know, actually be going back to the theaters by that point but we'll see but it looks like i said that that looked good to me too i really enjoyed i've never been to a comic book convention i think i've walked through the floor of one in jackson at one point but never really been do you feel like you've you 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 haven't been to one yet i know i have not been to one yet i need to go i still want to go but it was kind of nice to see a little taste of what the panels are like Cool. Did you watch any of the panels, Jerry? You, I didn't know. No, I couldn't get to them. The when I went to the website, gone. they were locked up. They'll be back in two weeks from the day we record this. Yeah. But, so yeah. They'll, they'll again missed opportunity not to have that tied into DC so, Universe. I mean, well, you have to go to the website and watch it. Not a, not a dedicated YouTube channel to watch it. So it's crazy. Well, you know, DC has laid off a lot of people. Yeah, and that's true. So there's. And, and and I know a lot of it's because of the AT and T Warner Brothers merger, and not because of you know them not doing the work that they needed to do to get stuff done. But it seems like that would have been somebody marketing well, marketing said, "Hey, why don't we just do this? We've already got these 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 avenues here." And the whole thing with with Diamond distributing, I mm-hmm. mean, they're still trying to set up some sort of of regular distribution yeah. since they've said you know bye bye to Diamond. Mm-hmm. But in the UK, DC had to reestablish the relationship with Diamond UK to get UK distribution. Mm-hmm. So I, you know it, it for for years DC seemed to be the 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 company that got it right. Yeah. For a long time. For a long and time. And then really I mean even in feature films. It wasn't like that it stopped when it went to feature films, but but uh you know in the last ten years ever since Iron Man you know, and I guess before that, but you know, that was kind of when it, when it switched. That's, that's when it switched over. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you think Marvel, maybe Marvel? You I, look at DC; they made characters like people are now known for Batman and and Superman to a certain degree. Whereas Iron Man was Robert Downey Jr. They took already famous actors, well, and I, I know Clooney and all that. But I think the biggest force is Kevin Feige. Yeah, I mean that consistent vision from the get go, Kevin Feige. Um, is he's the architect of the of the Marvel universe? I think that's universe. what I mean. I think whether you like the quality of the movies or not, I think that's the whole thing is that they had a plan they going did. in, and I think the plan became more solidified as it went, and they saw the successes. Obviously, they had Iron Man had to work for them to go forward, but they had a plan in place it, because you've seen that with both DC movies and with Star Wars movies, the lack of a plan yeah. even for this three-part series of movies or this, you know, this DC universe, DC cinematic universe, uh, with no plan, 
It just doesn't work. So the the other thing I think that helped Marvel, not to turn to our Marvel DC podcast to finish it up, Marvel was handicapped with not having their prime right characters. because they had given those rights away to so, Fox and Sony. So you didn't have X Men, you didn't have Spider Man, didn't have Fantastic Four, which people yeah. don't remember now was at one point the biggest seller for Marvel. That's back right. in the 60s. So it, mm-hmm. it forced them to make creative choices and to plan it out yeah. as opposed to, hey, let's go do a Fantastic Four movie. So yeah. I, I think that help restraining restraining uh-huh. your choices often does help you creatively. Yeah. Because interestingly enough, Justice League is made up of the prime superheroes. Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman are the core of the Justice League. Whereas the Avengers, now you look back and you go, you know, at the time, People didn't really know Iron Man. They didn't really know Thor. They yeah. probably knew Hulk, but they didn't know Black Widow. They didn't know Ant and Wasp for sure. No. Yeah. But those were the Avengers. You know, that was the original. Uh, they had Captain America. People may have known Captain yeah. America. Um, but, uh, you know, those are the, those were the original Avengers. And so the idea of taking that team and saying, we know people don't really know these guys. But as you said, we we're going to put start off with the name actor, Robert Downey Jr. But at that point, he wasn't necessarily bankrupt. <laughs> bank. <laughs> bank. I'm sorry. Bankable. Bankable. Yes. Right. Yeah. He wasn't box he had, office was bankability. Of yeah. 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 Part of his yeah. comeback. But I think to your point, Jay, that, you know, actors have become these characters as opposed to the revolving door of Batman. Yeah. Batman is almost like James Bond at right. this point where, yeah. Yeah. you know, and Superman too. I mean, the yeah. whole, yeah. Right. I saw a uh, um, I saw a YouTube fan made video that uh, if Justice League was made in the 1980s. And so I want to had, see that. I've seen the. I've seen it advertised. Oh, it's great. Yeah. It's great. So you got Keaton as as Batman. You got um, Christopher Reeve. Yeah. Who I would say, of course, now he was an unknown. Yeah. He is still the most identified with the role. Yeah. And Linda Carter's Wonder Woman. Yep. And uh, who am I missing? Out of who had a TV show? I can't remember. So I guess maybe it was just those three. Oh, Flash. John Wesley. Oh yeah, ship yeah, 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 Flash. Yeah. And uh, they had. Uh, Gene Hackman cut in as Lex Luthor. Okay. And I forgot, and uh, Jack Nicholson is the Joker. Cool. So mm-hmm. the Joker and Lex Luthor uh, teamed up, and it was great. And it, it, it had that VHS green quality. Yeah, yeah, it uh, it was fun. So, but well, this was fun. So we yep. we have done our DC centric quarterly. We can uh, leave DC Universe for a while. For a little while, but actually, we'll talk- it's leaving us probably. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll find out next week. And but we don't want you guys to leave us. We will see you next week. Thanks for listening. <laughs>